So we're going to be talking about Aries season, and not only Aries season, but also the Aries new moon that's coming up. There's a lot within that. Um, first and foremost is how I like to start them. What are your three main words you think of when you think of Aries? Mm, I think of courage, independence, and initiating. Ooh, initiating. Yeah, you could definitely see that. For me, when I think of it, I think of courage. It's funny that we both think of that as the number one. I think of courage. I think of also kind of like a, I don't know how to put it in like a good way, but like badass. Like, you know, they're kind of, mm-hmm. they're just badass in it. And then I'd also put um, like blistery. Ooh, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, you know, you know me, I love my planets. That's kind of what Mars is about. But especially in Aries, it's like the Aries likes the it likes the scars. It likes the it likes to show that it's done something, right? And when I think of blistery, especially with Aries, these are usually individuals who can be really like um for something to blister, there has to be an immense amount of fire. And mm. that's literally Aries. It's an immense amount of fire. I love that. That's a unique word <laughs> to use to describe Aries. I don't even know if it's a real word, but we're going to use it. We're going to use it. Let's go for it. Um, yeah, I think it's it's interesting. We both said courage. When I think of Aries, and I don't know where I read this, because I know I didn't come up with it. <laughs> I'd like to say I came up with it, but I didn't. Um, is that situations will arise that require the warrior in Aries to show up. And I remember because I'm not an Aries, but I'm an Aries rising. And I just remember that resonated so much because I feel like my life has been just that, like these situations that just require me to really toughen up, like just show up and it's like those moments where you kind of got to put everything else aside and fucking do the work. Yep. I feel like the three main signs that are demonized the most are Capricorn, Scorpio, and Aries. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that all three of those planets, in some extent, explain the spectrum of like endurance, perseverance, and being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've heard too, and this is more esoteric astrology, but it does resonate for me that Scorpio risings and Aries risings are both in particular like the warriors of the Zodiac. So life will always require of them just extreme levels of courage. Wow. And I've heard, again, this is esoteric, but that Scorpio is here like on its seventh life as the warrior while Aries is the first so I feel like Aries rising in particular could learn a lot from Scorpio rising. But all that to say that, yes, there's a level of courage. Now, when we think of Aries sun, these are people who are wanting to step into that. Right. What I think is interesting is both of those risings are about like almost the sense of like, I wouldn't say struggle because it's not struggle. It's like endurance, perseverance. They're both ruled by Mars. It's like both the Martian signs. So there's definitely something about that to Mars. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, they're here to fight. 
And right. I think that, you know, the, to me, the archetype of, of Mars is the warrior. And I think that they are here to fight. But I'll say this about that Mars energy is you have to know how to direct it. Because if you don't, you'll be starting fires and starting fights for no damn reason. Mm -hmm. What I've realized, too, is so my oldest sister, she's in Aries. Her birthday was actually two days ago. And her, um, it's interesting because a lot of people associate Mars with being like super fiery and, you know, aggressive and assertive and really go in. But I've seen a lot of cases, depending on the placement of their sun and stuff, that it's actually quite the opposite. They can be extremely people, people pleasing because they understand and have seen what the Mars can do and they don't want to be perceived in that manner. So it's all about how the perception, it's all about how an Aryan placement wants to be perceived. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about that as we jumped on the call that for me, because my own Mars is an Aquarius, my ruling planet's an Aquarius, I don't see myself as much of a fighter. But when it comes to humanitarian issues, I rage. Right. When it comes to collective issues, I'll rage. You know, I don't necessarily will, I won't necessarily fight for myself. It's taken me a lot to learn to fight for myself, but um, I think that ruling planet is a lot, has a lot, you know, yeah, plays well, a big part. And I also think too, what's important is like, if you are an Aries son, for an example, like for an example, my sister's an Aries son and she has her son in the fourth house. Mm. And that's the only time I've ever seen my sister really be that Aries archetype that we talk about. She is very protective over her family, over her home, like to an extreme. But in every other field of her life, she can be very easygoing, kind of a pushover in a lot of ways. But Did she get a, is she the sister that got a lot a lot of attention? Uh yes. She's the oldest. She's the one that's a nurse, you know. That just makes sense. Aries, son in the fourth house. I think of when I think of the son in the fourth house, I feel like the golden child or the one that was seen the most. Mm. Um, well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Yep. And I see that with my own son because Giovanni has the son in the fourth. What's interesting, though, what I've realized with her is having that is there's a guilt around that. Mm. Like she's not proud of being it, the golden child. Like she's not happy about it. She finds. She gets super small and quiet whenever, like, we joke about it or bring it up. It's really interesting. That is interesting. I wonder where that's in her chart. <laughs> right. Because Aries are usually very boastful in a lot of ways. You know, they're very, like, me, me, me. Mm -hmm. Look at Donald Trump, you know? Like, he has a lot of that. He does. I don't know. Um, does he have strong Aries placements? Doesn't he? I don't know if he does. I feel like it's Leo. Leo. I think he has a strong Leo, and that makes sense. The performer, for sure. Um, I know that, I think Kanye actually has a 10th house um, Aries. Well, and I think that's something to talk about, too, right? Is, like, Leo is, it can be consistent. It can be stable. <laughs> While Aries, I don't really know one Aries at all that does not have a sense of how they're able to maintain Maintenance is not a big thing with Aries. Mm. I think of like combustion. I think of like the engine just blowing up and then it takes weeks to repair. 
it's not like Leo who gets the consistent oil changes and is like the steady flame, you know, like no Aries is like the wildfire that like it can get shit done in a really quick span, but then it burns out and it's done. It takes, they're not all like people all, I feel like people think Aries are always super energetic and, you know, have lots of energy. And I personally believe that it's less about them having a lot of energy and more about them really just having bursts. I think like when I, when I think of words, I think burst is a good word to assign with Aries. I kind of see it as like, they need to learn to pass the baton. You know, those races where you, they like can start mm -hmm. the race, but then you pass the baton and you have to hand it to someone and they carry the race on. I think that part of the Aries assignment is that they're learning to do that. They're learning when their energy is now like fading and when to pass the baton. Well, and how beautiful that their counterpoint is Libra, which is all about, you know, partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're learning like... I think there's something really beautiful and they can be very inspiring. I, I think part of their medicine and like how they inspire others is that they're willing to do it on their own. And I think there's, especially coming after Pisces, who is so much about the other, then we return to Aries and I feel like, okay, but don't forget to take care of you. Don't forget that you need to learn to do certain things on your own. Mm. That need for independence, uh, not codependency, right? And that's part of their gift. But yes, I think there's a level of balancing that out with that Libra of like, okay, but also know when it's time to ask for help. Yeah, I, I agree. What I think is really interesting is like you said, Aries is associated with like initiation and like rites of passage. And like, if you think about it, mm -hmm. It's like the first, it's not, it would, it's not considered the first house, but it is assigned to the first house. And so it's like the starting again, like you said, Pisces is the closing and then it's the beginning. And so I think that's a big thing with Aries too, is people say, yes, it's about starting new things, but I think it's less about starting new things and being initiated into something new, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when I was looking up the uh, glyph in that, dictionary the science dictionary book mm -hmm. the glyph represents and i didn't realize this but it actually represents growing rebirth and genesis oh and i was like wow that's so interesting because it is both Mar mars is associated with scorpio and aries uh, scorpio is associated with rebirth but i didn't realize that so is aries wow it's well, then, one of the most ancient glyphs in the world. The Aries sign? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Damn. That's good mm -hmm. to know. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, uh, like, oldest glyphs. And, and yeah, it was a sign of rebirth. It's so It was also, in Egyptian hieroglyphics, it was associated with the, the with woman, with birth. Wow. So, so not, that makes sense. Isn't that fascinating? Because we associate Aries so much with, like, masculine fire burning and i remember this is the one thing i took away from it the glyph itself to me it looks like a like a funnel like a tube like something's going down and like childbirth that's quite literally what's happening is it's moving through something it's coming out and mm -hmm. childbirth can be and not can be it is very intense and there's lots of fire and there's lots of endurance and i think that's the beauty of aries like i think people need to stop assigning aries so much to 
things of fire. And I think they need to associate to childbirth. Like, think about that. It's literally bringing forward creation, but not without the sacrifice and the pain and the, because in those moments, you're like, am I going to be able to fucking do this? And that's Aries, you know, and you do it. I think of that quote um, about courage and it, it goes like, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the ability to show up even in the presence of fear. And that makes me think of Aries. Like when, even when it looks like everything is not lined up necessarily, and maybe you don't feel ready, they still go for it. You know what I mean? They still fucking go for it. And I think that's a beautiful thing that we can all learn from Aries is that sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't look like things are lined up and we don't feel ready, but we still got to fucking do what we got to do. Because I think too many people wait for everything to be lined up just right before they act. Right. Well, and that's kind of what I love about Aries is there's no excuse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you're going to get it done. No excuse. And so many people, there will always be a reason not to do something just as there will always be a reason to do something. And Aries focuses on the reason to do something rather than not. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really like is, again, I wouldn't say Aries is considered optimistic, like Sag, but I would say it has this sense of, it's not even optimism. It's just a sense of doing. It just gets it done. It goes. And very few people are like that. You know, like they see something that needs to get done. They go and do it. A lot of people don't do that. They need to be told what to do or like have to do it. And Aries is that, like you said, that initiatory energy of, okay, something needs to get done. I'm going to go do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with Aries, with it being Aries season, how do you think, I feel like, thank God, that's how I'm feeling about it because <laughs> we've had so many planets and Pisces and I'm over here like drowning. Can we get some fire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have the moon and Mercury and the sun and Aries now, obviously, um, tonight is tonight. Yep. Tonight is the new moon at 11 24 p.m and this i mean the moon will actually conjunct mercury at 7 34 p.m now let's talk about that so what do you think of what are what words come to mind when you think of moon conjunct mercury Mm, i feel like it could be beautiful because you're able to express your emotions not be hesitant to share what you have to say or what you feel. It's a potent time to be like, no, this is what I feel. This is what I have to say. And being courageous with your own words, mm-hmm. especially in Aries, you know, it's like not being afraid to fucking say what you really think, what you really feel. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like Mercury represents like the communication style. And then Aries, like you're saying, it's, it's, it's not necessarily always clear, but it's very direct. There's not a lot of fluff. Exactly. And I love that. I mean, I think they have to be really wise again. I think, you know, Aries has to learn to direct their energy. What, what Aries do is if they're like, what I've seen is if they're not fighting a fight, like if they're not channeling that warrior, that courage in a way that's actually helpful, (laughs) they will end up fighting the wrong fight. Mm. And I think that that's really important. Like you have to ask yourself, it's interesting because we had this conversation I was telling you with my own kids. Like I have to be mindful with my children. Moms will understand this as to, is this fight worth fighting for? Because 
you will argue with your children all day long and you will exert so much energy. And it's like, is this really worth my energy? I'd rather let my kid play with that thing, you know, <laughs> and give in. Um, so I think there's an element of that that Aries has to be mindful of. And, and with, Aries, uh, with the moon and Mercury as one, it's like, yes, speak your truth. Yes, say those words. Be courageous about what you have to share, but also be mindful. Is it worth what may come from it? Well, and what I think is really powerful and also really nice about having the moon conjunct Mercury is a lot of people are usually one or the other. Some people are extremely emotional and mm. lack the logical sense. Or some people are extremely mental and can't even tap into their emotions. And when you have that conjunction, there is no separation between the two. Mind becomes emotion, emotion becomes thought. And that can be really beautiful. I know that moon, Mercury placements are really, there's a lot of like poets that have that uh, conjunction. Because again, there is this merge, there's a mixture, conjunctions. It's just, there's no separation between the two. And I personally believe that that can be really beautiful. I think a downside to having the moon conjunct Mercury is these can be people who like emotionally vomit what they're thinking, but they put it in a way that's digestible. So it's kind of like a catch 22, you know, like it's, you're gonna get all of the feelings that they, you're gonna be able to express all the feelings that you want, but the blowback from that, we live in a lot of times where you have to give things in dosages. And I feel like Mercury, moons yes they're like aware of the impact but it being an aries it's going to add like the the like um what's that called not the what's that called like the acid reflex where it's just going to shoot it out without any hesitation mm -hmm. and what about when we let's just give out a couple of words for that mercury aries in general just that placement when I think of Mercury Aries, I think of, yes, direct. I think that's a cute word. Direct, um, fast. Yes, sharp. I'd say sharp, sharp too. Sharp, yes. A sharp thinker. And I think of, hmm. I guess I think of someone who can be a bit um, provoking. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. Right? Like someone that can instigate for sure. And I think it's more of like the annoying little sibling rather than like the... Because the thing about Aries is I feel like you have to think of it's like other Mars ruler. Like I feel like Scorpio, Mercury, they can be more like the... um They provoke in two different ways, right? Like the provocation that, ha that happens from Scorpio, it's more of like, a, oh, so tell me more about that. Or, oh, like, the, it's small little seeds. It's very, it's not as direct. But I feel like Aries is very, they just show up and they're like, so-and-so is talking shit about you. You know, like, they're just, <laughs> <laughs> they just show up in the room and say it. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I have, a, I have a friend that has Mercury and the Sun both in Aries. And I feel like they're such a powerful communicator. They mm. really are. Um it's like people who can speak and you feel it. Wow. Yeah. Well, and I also think too of like object wise with Mercury and Aries, I think of the whip because it cracks, mm. it's quick and it hurts. And that's the other thing too. Mercury has to watch is like their tongue. Um, I remember one girl I read for actually in college 
she had like five placements in Aries, something crazy. And she had, I remember her Mercury was on her ascendant and it was an opposition to her North Node, I think, I think. Something, one of those things, it was either Chiron or North Node. And um, basically what, what her big thing was is she had no filter and her words were her biggest like downfall. They're also why a lot of people loved her. They loved how direct she was, but people like the whip until they get hit by it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. That's interesting. Yeah, with this friend in particular that I know, I don't see it as a whip. I really don't. Not in a, a negative sense. I see it more as a inspiring, provoking way. Well, the whip can also, also wake your ass up, you know? like Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I see it more in that way, for sure, like a wake uh, one to be able to wake others up with their words. Um, I do see them as a very quick thinker, very sharp, for sure. I also think Revel Aries is the word activation is too. And so having mm. like, Aries um, Mercury, it's like activating all of like the Mercurian qualities. So your words, your speech, your communication style. I also think too, um, for some reason... I don't know. I want to know what you think about this. Do you think Aries Mercury, what is their body language like? Mm. I've noticed that there's a little bit of, um, I feel like they use their body a lot when they're communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of hands for sure. And there's a little bit of a tension in the body when they speak. Because they are feeling the words on a very deep level. Um, yeah, you could feel that for sure. Mm, this just popped in. Another word I think that's important to associate to Aries is risk. Ooh, and I was thinking passion. Because mm-hmm. in order to f- like fuel your passion, you have to take risk. This literally popped up yesterday with someone I was working with. Like, The whole thing was about her fear of like the fire of Aries, right? Like the, what can come from it? It's fearing, tending the fire. But if you don't tend to, it's just going to die out and then you'll be sad either way. So I asked her, I was like, you have to pick like, what What are you, what's the risk? Are you willing to risk the fire going out? Or are you willing to risk being burned by the fire? But it's understanding which one is more important. What type of fire do you want? Mm. When I think of courage, I think of will. Mm. I think of willpower and I think of um, that something that Aries can tap into, their willpower. They have a strong fucking will, as do Scorpio Risings, um, because of Mars correlation. But I think there's a level of selfishness that I think Aries can embody. Yeah. And in that, they're ego can give them extreme willpower yes and they have to be mindful again that goes back to that are you fighting a fight worth fighting for or is this your fucking ego um because they can tap into that will and just go and it was like what was the purpose of you doing that right what was the what was the reasons behind (laughs) everything 
Yeah. Yeah. And they have to consider like their will is, is directing their energy. So what are you willing? What are you willing to do? What are you willing or desiring to experience from this situation? What I've realized too with Aries is they always need some type of challenge or obstacle. And so mm-hmm. if there aren't any challenges or obstacles, they will inherently create them. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And what you were saying earlier is like they need to have an outlet for this because if not they will be seeking and they'll make it either their partnerships or their health or career or whatever it is exactly they create these scenarios for themselves and that's why they have to be mindful of the will because their will's driving them it's like where's your will but willpower directing you um i think that's really important for them to remember I think the other thing about Aries that's beautiful, I know a lot of, they're just, I love that you said risk. They really are willing to take these grandiose risks. And um, I love that. Yeah, I think it's really, I think it's something that we don't have a lot. You know, we're really used to convenience and comfortability and Aries doesn't want to be comfortable, which is so interesting. Like, Yeah, they thrive. (laughs) Yeah, they want to be in the, not even really the chaos of it, but anything that really just challenges, again, I think it's a really good word, challenges, risk, um, and also like provoking. Um, I'm trying to think of my dad's chart. I think my dad has heavy Aries placements. And I think he actually has a Mercury Aries, now that I think about it. And my dad's number one thing, and he always tells his kids, is like, tell him he can't do something and then he'll do it. Yeah, that's the most Aries fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, very Aryan. Yep. Yes. I mean, I'm an Aries rising and I feel that that for (laughs) sure. And I love that. I love that about people because I love that about the Aries energy because, again, so many people are like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is going to be hard and uncomfortable. I'm not going to do it. And Aries is like, I'll find a way. They're like the they like to prove people wrong. Good or better or for worse. They like to prove you wrong. That's why I need, that's what I'm saying. They need to know where, what it's for. Like, mm-hmm. is it just to prove them wrong? Like, are you just wasting energy on that? Like fight fights that are worth fighting for. Is it going to be meaningful? Does it matter to someone else? Is it going to impact anybody else? So I think a big thing that Aries need to do then is like intention. What is the intention? Setting intention before taking mm-hmm. Yes. I think setting intention and being mindful that this you can do it for you totally because that's partially you know what aries is here to do they're here to do them Mm -hmm. they are their their work in this life and they're here to do things independently yes to an extent um but they are also they have to be mindful when you're doing that thing for you is it impacting anybody else Mm -hmm. because they don't consider the other That's why Libra is on the opposite end. And it's like, you need to know, like, I'm all for you being selfish and or whatever, but is it going to impact those around you? You know, and me being me, now I'm thinking about this, tying this back to like the spirit work and spirituality and what it's become. There's such an emphasis, I feel like within like the Aries, the me, 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 me. What can I gain from this? How is this going to help me? How can I connect to my guides? How is this going to be my gifts, my medicine? And that's very Aries. Like, and it's almost like people are targeting or 
noticing this and they're like uh, not even targeting their what's that word where they when people they're like latching on to those that energy and using people's desperation because that's another thing i feel like aries can be is very but it's like desperate actions like it's taking i think of people who are in like dire situations and need to get out of them you know like if you're in a fight that fight or like run fight or flight right Mm. i think of that too within the spirituality work and a lot of people like you're saying is great you learned all your medicine great you are connected to your guides great you are seeing whatever the hell you want but what are you doing with that now and that's what we're exactly yes like what are you doing with it consider like you have so much fucking courage you have so much power you have this willingness to courageously pave the way. Are you doing that? And is it of any use to those around you? Is it of any benefit? Is it of any inspiration? Right. Because I feel like Aries can inspire. Absolutely. Because they are the success stories. They are the stories of coming from nothing to something. Yeah, and I think of even like the what you were saying, the funnel for spirit, the glyph, right? Um, witnessing, I mean, let me tell you, this is like weird, but before having my children, I made my husband watch so many birth videos, that poor man. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't watched so many birth videos and I'm like, there's just to me, like watching someone in their fucking power like that, like to watch a woman give birth is so moving. I can't imagine. And I think about that with Aries, like your ability to endure can be so inspiring. Mm -hmm. So make it worth it, you know, make it meaningful what you, what you're pursuing. Be intentional. Yes. And that's what I think people need to set for this new moon in Aries Mm. is asking for a level of not only endurance, but then understanding what you're enduring for. Mm. Yeah, with this new moon, I think too, like the ability to, I'm just going back to that glyph and it meaning rebirth and like that Genesis, the beginning, right? So when I think of Genesis, I think of, I think in the Greek, actually in the Hebrew, the word translates to origin. Mm. And um, I love that, like, going back to the origin of the thing, going back to the blueprints. What are you trying to create? Yeah. Is it time to scrap that blueprint? Did that, did you trying to recreate that? Did you miss a step? Did you mess up? Do you need to go back to step one? Do you need to start over? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's where Aries needs to call on its like sister, if you want to call it Scorpio, its other role at Mars, because Aries have a tendency, at least I feel like, to if something isn't going right, they scrap the entire thing, burn it all down, and then start mm-hmm. from zero. And Scorpio is going to go, no, what is working? And then let's kill what's not working and utilize what we have. It's like the garden, right? Like if your flower isn't growing, you're not going to burn your entire fucking garden down. No, you're going to fix the soil or change the watering. Like it's the, it's like the scientific... What are those called when you have like those, um, the factors, right? Mm-hmm. Aries is to look at the factors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that this new moon's about that. I think it's about tying up, like going and, and being really honest with yourself, 
did you skip steps? Did you do this thing right? If not, how can you start it over? Hmm. Maybe you scrap the blueprint. Maybe you start from the beginning and you resketch out the plan or, or, or whatever. Thinking about Genesis, thinking about a beginning and being willing to say, I fucked up. I got to do this again. And I think that's why Aries doesn't do that is because that's an ego thing. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't want to have to start over. It's, that's the fucking worst. I mean, for me, as an Aries rising, <laughs> damn, I hate that. As I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like, it sucks to put in effort and to have gone so far to realize, like, damn, I didn't do this right and I have to do it again. Right. And that's what I think is such a beautiful lesson that we all learn from Aries mm. is like, you can put so much effort into something, you can be so passionate about it. And even it doesn't matter how much energy you put into something, there will always need to be some type of improvement. Always. And yes. that's what Aries really needs to hold on to when navigating, when creating, when doing anything is there's going to be something that needs improvement. And that doesn't mean the entire thing is wrong and you need to burn it all down. No, it just means you need to reevaluate and reassess what it is that you have created and how to get that to the vision. I think what Aries does, honestly, is like you said, they, you were saying that they just like burn it all and say to hell with it all. I think Aries walks away too many times. Mm. I agree. They walk away when, uh, and which is so interesting because they go from these extremes, right? Well, where that warrior in them will go hard when there's the presence of, of some sort of obstacle or challenge. And they're like, yes, they rise to the occasion. But when they feel um, it's not a challenge, what is that? It's a mistake. It's almost like when the mistake is there, then they don't, they don't rise to that same occasion in the same way. No, Aries aren't fixers. They're not Virgo. Mm, That's so interesting. Yes. No, it's like you said, it's perfect. It's the mistake. It's not the challenge. Because they don't view it as a challenge. If they view it as a challenge, they would fix it. They view it as a setback. And Aries does not like to be set back. Ooh, you know what? We just blew my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aries. And that's the other thing, too, which you were talking about is, like, think of Mars. Mars doesn't, it does two things. It can, when it's done with something, it either burns it or, like you're saying, it severs. It cuts it. And that is Aries. It's going to sever. It's going to cut. It's like, okay, this, because again, the other thing too about Aries is Aries is what's desirable. Both the uh, Martian signs, Scorpio and Aries, they're about passion, they're about desire. And if something is not perceived as desirable to Aries, what is it going to do? It's going to sever it. It's going to get rid of it because it wants to be desirable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think in Aries? Um, so that's kind of before I jump the gun. This new moon to me is all about going back to our beginnings. Is there something that needs to be redone? Or is there something that's going to be reborn? I think about even ourselves being reborn, a new creation. Um, and I think about, yes, the willpower like that courage, 
to step into situations that are uncomfortable and do them. You know what's really good? For, what would be really good for an Aries is ice baths. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. Cole and I just did some ice baths, and I'm just like, yes, this would be. Yes, because they need to direct. They need to be uncomfortable intentionally. Well, and that's the beauty of like ice baths is it's it's everything that Aries needs. It's endurance. It's uncomfortable. It's risky. And it's like everything. It's perfect. Yeah, that would be a great practice for an Aries. I feel like these these um like going over all of the signs and pre- providing like a practical thing you can do to help yourself in directing your energy and how it flows through you is really helpful. Well, and um, I don't even think it's just Aries. I think that's what y'all should do during this fucking full this new moon. Everybody, do an ice bath, you know, like really test yourself. See. What is your endurance? Are you able to be uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. And tapping into courage. How do you think someone taps into courage? So this is this is really interesting you bring this up. So yesterday I started, you know, I started this juice cleanse. Because <laughs> I, need, I need it. And it was getting around. You have one every two hours. And they're disgusting. But, you know, you got to do it for the health. And mm-hmm. getting around 8 o'clock at night. And then I'm laying in bed. At like 10 and I'm thinking about it because I'm like how because people felt you who was the guy how many days did he fast for was it 30 my dad fasted for 40 days 40 days and mm-hmm. I'm laying there bitching about my 24 hour you know and I'm not even fasting I'm just not eating solids and I'm laying there and I'm thinking okay how do people do it what do they call on what is that and then that courage part came up, right? And it's less about mm. And what I thought about it is courage, that's a attribute of the spirit. That's not of that's not of the body, that's not of the mind. It can be, but at least for me, it showed up more within the spirit. And I could physically feel like the endurance of my spirit. And it was like wow. showing my spirit's endurance, not my mind, not my body. And so when people talk about like what is your soul? What is the essence of your spirit? That's when I think it really shows itself is when you're put in these testing times of, and I hate to say it, but some people don't have courageous souls and that's okay. But when you put yourself in situations where you eliminate the mind and you eliminate the body and you make them both uncomfortable, it really makes you pull on your spirit. Wow. That is so spot on. I'm so glad you said that because yeah, I, I think about the fact that it's even a fire sign. And to me, fire is very much spirit. I think a, the fire signs can be very intuitive. And I think that part of Aries' instinctiveness, right? Mm-hmm. That that primal instinct within Aries is, to me, very much spirit at work. Exactly. It's like the, the survival of the spirit, not the body. Yes. Wow, that makes so much sense. Right. That's why I feel like when people are like, oh, Aries, they're so primal. I'm like, uh, I think that's more Taurus, honestly. You know, I think they're more in that. And there's nothing wrong with primal. But I think that's really the essence of like, and I was looking at like court, hello, if I can fucking speak courage, that first Mm -hmm. part, core, in French, that means heart. And so it's just like, taking all these pieces and putting it together and it's like okay what is the heart you know and like a lot of traditions the hearts where the spirits kept things like that so it's just crazy 
I wonder if there's a correlation with the heart and fire for all the fire signs, because I know uh, Leo rules the heart. Well, just think of the ice baths. When you're cold, what happens to your heart rate? It slows down. Hmm. So there is a correlation to heat when you're hot, when you're running, when you're when you're really when you're beginning to sweat and you're hot, you, your heart rate goes up. The heart's working harder. It's going faster. It's pumping. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just like anything, you need to have the balance of both because if you have too much fire, your heart's going to be pumping too much. Or if you're just sitting around stagnant, your heart is going to get weak. It's literally like you have to strengthen your soul. You know, everyone thinks. Just like your body, you have to work out. Your mind, you have to work out. Your heart, you have to work out. Your spirit, too. I think the spirit is really worked out within Aries context, within the risk, within the challenge, because you're pushing past your mental barriers. You're pushing past the physical. Like when people talk about manifestation shit, honestly, Aries, in my eyes, is the best one to be because it requires the spirit's endurance above anything else. Mm. Yeah, I think about that with... um my husband has an Aries moon and I'm like, he's crazy with manifesting <laughs> shit. Like he will say a thing and he'd be like, this is how it's going to be. And it'll just be that way. And I'm like, how he just did that with a gig. It was like amazing to me. And I think there's a level of confidence that the fire signs really embody. That's why I'm kind of glad we're in fire season. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I need some, like, you know, pump me up a little bit right here. Um, they all kind of have that level of confidence. Right. Well, and since it's his moon, it's his emotional body. So if he emotionally feels that it's true, then mm. boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. I mean, Aries season is going to be intense. Some of like the, we won't even get into it, but like this coming week has some of the most intense astrological aspects of the year. Casual. Um, casual. We <laughs> so need to we'll do one on do, that. We'll continue talking about that for sure. I wanted to bring up real quick, though, um, the Sabian symbol, because I want to get your yeah. input on this. The Sabian symbol for this new moon, the moon will be at 11.31 degrees or something like that. So it, it ends up being um, 12 degrees symbol. And the symbol is basically imagine a group of geese flying in the V shape. In order. Wow. Well, first off, that's literally the glyph. Yes. So. Ooh. Yes. I didn't even notice that. Look it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's geese flying in a V shape. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, I think first and foremost, it's the glyph. The other thing too, which is really important, is those geese know their place. They know where to be in the formation. Yes, exactly. That's Aries, is you need to know. And Aries, it's really good at being set on, this is where I'm standing in the formation, and this is how I'm going to do it. Isn't that interesting? Like, yes, because now I'm thinking of soldiers and how they, like, stand in formation. And um, you are the warrior, Aries. Mm -hmm. Like, knowing where you're at in the game, being uh, strategic with your fighting abilities, if you would. And I also think of the geese. It's like, that's natural law. We don't, I don't even understand how birds do that. You've seen all those videos like on Instagram with like the birds flying in these beautiful, amazing formations. And it's like, how do they know that? I think there's an element of just like, there's something beyond them. That's a spirit thing. 
Yeah, I love what you said, natural law. I think that's a big thing about Aries. It's like the natural law of your spirit. Mm-hmm. Where, what is it? And that's like, I really want people to focus on. It's like, what is the placement? What is the formation of your soul's purpose here? And are you out of line? Mm-hmm. I think there's also an element of freedom. When you see a bird flying, like I, you know, that's just like freedom. You're above, you're ha- you have a higher perspective. You have a greater perspective. So taking in the view and saying, um, there's an element of like, yeah, like I'm free. I'm not in a cage. I'm literally above it all. And realizing like how small, you know, when you look at a obstacle from up top, really high up from a bird's view, that thing looks a lot smaller. Yeah. And so it's like, is it really that big of a deal? It's probably not. So I think also like reevaluating those challenges that we have in our lives and considering is it really that big of a deal or not? Right. And playing off of that, a big thing that has like really helped me with just in like risk taking and challenge and stuff is it's seeing like the beauty in it. Like I get mm. to have this challenge. I get to be able to do this. I get to be able to work out and push my body. I get to be able to, you know, run a business or create content or whatever it is that you feel when you feel yourself like being like, oh my gosh, it's a chore. I have to do it. It's reminding yourself and first and foremost, if it's not coming from passion, if it's not coming from your purpose, well then yeah, you're going to view it as something negative because Aries, again, doesn't want to pursue anything that's not passionate about. And that goes back to what the geese and the formation is. Of course, you're upset with it because you're not in the correct formation. You're not in the right space. Mm. Hmm. Do you think there's an element of like Aries needing to learn to end things well? Um. I mean, yes, because there's such an emphasis on starting mm-hmm. that they don't really have a lot of, I'd say, a lot of um, <laughs> wisdom or knowledge within endings. I think what's really interesting is their counterpoint is going to be Libra, which is ruled by Venus, which is also the opposite, lesser benefic of Mars. And when we talk about endings, again, I think it's answer your question yes but i think it's less about making it like these peaceful amends and these closings and bringing in more of like that venus of just like okay these things merged this is how things are i think there needs to be more dissolving effect with aries rather than a complete like puncture Mm. what Mm -hmm. do you think yeah i think that it's important i mean this is just me thinking about wisdom um Part of what came through with that Sabian symbol when you read on it is that there's a quote. It says something like, what we know will set us free. Oh, wow. And um, my thought was, there's a difference between knowledge and knowing. Like, they're not synonymous. Just because you have the knowledge doesn't mean you have the knowing. Wow. And I was thinking about that and... Yeah, there's an element of like, they need to not just have the information, but have that knowing. And I think when it comes to endings and wisdom, like wisdom knows how to end things well. It doesn't mean that it's perfect, but well means level of intention there. Well, and I love what you said about like, there's a difference between wisdom and knowing. My dad, which again, has that Aries Mercury, 
one of his most famous quotes that he says all the time is there's a difference between knowing and knowing. And it's like, you can know how to drive a car. You can read all the books on how to press the gas and how to steer, but you don't know how to drive a car until you're behind the actual wheel and you begin to drive. God, now I love your dad even more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, But I'm like, it's true. That's very, mm-hmm. and that's Aries. You know, it's like, get your ass behind the wheel and learn to drive it. There's a difference between knowing and knowing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think of with the Sabian symbol. That's what's being highlighted is like, um, go out and experience the thing. So honestly, Get information and go and experience the thing. Right. So honestly, this new moon's calling for what is it that you're wishing to truly know, not just know? Mm-hmm. I love that. And then be prepared. <laughs> yes. And like, go tap into that courage. Tap into that courage and consider um, what needs to be redone. Beautiful. All right. <laughs>